Welcome to uh, to Wednesday, Wednesday afternoon. What's going on, folks? I I am Armin Hammer. Welcome to Armin Hammer TV, folks. Today we're going to be talking about Lefteris Theophanides. Uh, I'm pretty sure that's how you pronounce his name, Lefteris Theophanides. Um, I've heard his name pronounced a whole bunch of different ways uh, from a whole bunch of different people in various circumstances, like when he's competing in, in other places or whatever. But today we're going to be talking about the guy popping positive in Dubai. Now, uh, here's the deal. If you've watched this before, you kind of know how this looks. Um, I have my laptop directly under the camera. So if I look down and I'm not talking to you, that's what I'm looking at. And I also have some technology here that requires my attention every now and then. But either way, let's get into it because there's a whole lot for us to talk about here. A couple different pieces of the, uh, the puzzle to kind of go over. So here's the uh, news piece that CrossFit released earlier today, this afternoon, January 29th, 2020. Let's go ahead and read this real quick. Lefteris Tiffany's is in breach of the CrossFit drug testing policy. Third ranked individual in the 2020 Reebok CrossFit Games Open tested positive for substances prohibited in CrossFit competition. The test was administered on December 12th, 2019 at the Dubai CrossFit Championship. Theophanidis is appealing these results, and upon completion of the appeal process, CrossFit Inc. will list the infraction and the sanction imposed. So there are a couple things that are definitely worth talking about here before we really dive any deeper into like what any of this actually means. And the main thing is that we are getting an announcement of a positive test before the appeals process is over with. So... Let's just go ahead. Let's go ahead and get a, a nice solid round of applause for CrossFit HQ changing up a little bit of what they're doing with the whole testing process that they've had in the past. Uh, this is the very first of the new version of appeals or the new process of appeals kind of getting pushed out. So previously speaking, we would never be seeing the announcement that there has been a positive test before all of it was already wrapped or either you know uh, they had been notified and their appeal was already ongoing this is a sort of new version of the game's drug testing policy uh, and it's the first time that they're doing this I applaud them for that both physically and metaphorically I applaud them for that um, for comparison it, it reminds me a lot of the USA anti-doping the USADA method which is they test somebody they report that test, whether it's positive or negative, the, the test is reported. So you can look at an athlete's history on USADA and you can see how many times they've been tested, whether it was in competition or out of competition, you know, where it took place, what type of test it was, whether it was urine or blood. And then when they have positive results, the positive doping results themselves are reported before anything about a sanction or anything about, um, you know, what, what the, uh, process, the appeals process and how the appeals process is going. The, the, the reporting process is very much laid out step-by-step, step, which I think is important for the transparency of the entire, the entire situation. So it's not just the fact that we're getting this news. There's kind of like that meta about it's not just about left airs to there's kind of like that meta look that it's it's also about crossfit hq sort of updating and in my in my mind sort of modernizing really what the uh 
what the drug testing policy should and could look like. So, you know, before we go any further, today's episode, of course, as always, is brought to you by water. Because um, drinking water out of the mason jars is just what you do in Austin, Texas. Uh, the second sponsor of today's episode is actually Trader Joe's Crunchy Speculoos Nut Butter Cookie Butter. It's not nut butter, it's cookie butter. So uh, don't buy this. Just shout out to everybody. Don't do not do it. It's uh, it's too delicious. As you can tell, this jar is is just cram- like just empty as possibly could be. This has nothing to do with Lefteris Diophanes other than this is itself potentially a PED, um, a fatness enhancing drug. You know what I mean? But either way, uh, if you want to keep your winter body forever, buy one of these. And then in the course of eight hours, eat the entire drawer because that's like 3000 calories. But I'm not speaking from experience. What? I have no idea what you're talking about. Let's go ahead and move. Uh, let's move on a little bit here. Um, so we're looking at his Instagram account. The reason why we're looking at his Instagram account is because we have a, you know, an innocent until proven guilty process here. Uh, is left there, Stephanie, is innocent until he is proven guilty. But either way, he's in a rough position. Because we've talked about him in the past, we've looked at his open performances, we've looked at his in-person performances, and it, it it's not favorable. It's not looking good. And uh, I've got to say that I've spoken to a couple different high-level athletes over the past several hours after this news broke and heard from several more that uh, it's kind of like a, well, it's about time situation. Um, and honestly, are you really that surprised? Um, the fact that he got caught in an in-competition test, he popped in an in-competition test, is the worst possible way for it to go because in-competition testing is really IQ testing. If you show up to an event like Dubai and you're not, if you're not aware of the fact that you're probably going to be blood tested considering you finished near the top and the CrossFit Games open, that's on you. That's on you for not knowing that that was going to be the case. So... The fact that he popped essentially an IQ test, which is the in-person, in-competition tests, is an aside. What we are going to take a look at here is sort of his reaction to this. Because while he is innocent until proven guilty, while he's certainly not in a good position, it's very difficult. Um, You know, athletes in general who pop, I'm going to err on the side of saying, like, they're not sociopaths across the board. Most athletes who are using drugs justify it to themselves in some way. They're probably good people elsewhere, right? They're probably, you know, they contribute to their communities. They have a loving relationship. They probably have kids. They, they, have, they have things that make them not monsters, right? So we shouldn't vilify people just through an action like this. Most people are put in a situation where... They justify it in some way. Well, everybody else is doing it. Therefore, I need to do it in order to stay competitive or whatever, right? And uh, there are some situations where that's not the case. If you look at someone like, um, you know, like Lance Armstrong, his behavior trying to cover up and like sort of the extremes that he went to to sort of keep his name clean were, you know, wrong, definitely wrong. So, there's there's a spectrum of the type of person that is involved in this sort of thing. And the reason why I'm talking about that is the fact that if you consider that these are real people, like athletes are, 
and they have real relationships and they are parts of real communities and they have real impacts on the people around them, then you have to also consider the fact that this is a very difficult position to be put in. Something that you're probably ashamed of, that you feel forced to have done by whatever circumstances. And obviously my preference would be people to take personal ownership or, you know, of their mistakes or their choices, but something that they're, they might be ashamed of is being brought up into the forefront. People like me sit here in front of a camera and are like, I fucking told you so, you know what I mean? So it's not a great position to be in. I can understand if he's sort of like feeling um, maybe like a, a, his back's against the corner in some way or that the whole world's against him. That said, he's definitely not doing himself any favors. The guy is not doing himself any favors. And here's what I mean by that. So the last few posts on his Instagram, there's this one looking jacked, but don't even try to judge me, dude. You don't know what the fuck I've been through personally attacked there. I feel like, but either way, I'm, I'm not here to judge. It's totally fine. I'm just saying, what are you doing here? This is, this is not the playbook for trying to fix a PR like fiasco like this, like testing positive at Dubai. Here's the next one. They don't respect you at the bottom. They ignore you in the middle. Then they hate you when you get to the top. So focus on your own. Um, Okay, I, I dig it. I just a couple days ago, I talked about, you know, David Sharonke qualifying for the CrossFit Games, getting his spot at the sanctional at strength and depth. And he came out there and when they interviewed him, he was like, I want to thank this home crowd for cheering on Zach George because that made me want to be better. I get it. I get the attitude. That's dope. That's a, you know, there's there's like a fire inside that gets lit when you're doing that sort of thing. This one, ugh, maybe we're just, we're, we're talking about something that's, a little bit different than that. We might be talking about like an unhealthy chip on the shoulder, but he's just not doing himself any favors. This picture, love the Instagram filter or whatever Snapchat filter it is. The quote here is the chase is on. I would like to apologize to absolutely nobody. That's a fantastic quote from the one and only Conor McGregor. Yeah, that has absolutely nothing to do with this situation. Now here's where things get a little bit Wackadoodle. If you don't know, by the way, he tends to use, let's see if we can find it. He tends to use hashtag who cares a lot. In fact, he has who cares tattooed on his knees. It's hard to see. Who cares? Here we go. So he, he uses this hashtag a lot. Hashtag who cares. I think you should probably care because let's go ahead and take a look at his story here. First of all, look at this puppy. I don't know if it's a puppy. I don't know if it's a slightly older dog, but the man's got a cute dog. I'm not going to, I'm definitely not going to hold anything against him. The guy's got a very cute dog. So let's move on. Here's where things get a little bit wackadoodle. He's squatting in this video. It's a series of three Instagram story videos. It's uh like just, I don't know who knows how much weight that is, but it says, I don't. And then it's a continuation. This next video comes up and says, give. And it's like, give what? What don't you give? Uh, what is it that you could possibly not give? By the way, this was all posted three hours ago. So this was after the news was broken. He doesn't give a shit. Oh, oh, bad look, dude. Bad look. Real bad look. Let's go back to that. Let's go back to that. Pause that one for, you know, for posterity's sake. Not the best look. Not the best look. I got to say, um, you're not doing yourself any favors. Lefteris. 
Uh, and this is not how I would have suggested you approach this. So the appeals process is ongoing. We've got, you know, the guy who placed third, I want to say, was it third or fourth uh, worldwide in the open this year. He was leading the open worldwide for most of the weeks. Yeah, he placed third worldwide in the open. So the guy places third worldwide in the open. We've talked a little bit about his open performances, including what I thought was a very questionable performance with the measurements for his uh, his hand width and his hands uh, on the handstand push-ups. But all of these situations, we talked about how his open performance has never racked, uh, matched up with his uh, his his uh, performances in person. We talked about it kind of being this like open thing. Lots of top athletes are just like, man, it's about time. We've been waiting for him to show up. We've been waiting for him to get tested. We've been waiting for him to just get popped. And so we can just let this out and not have to deal with this anymore. I talked to athletes that were like, I tried to give him the benefit of the doubt. I tried to help him out. I tried to talk to him in person. And this is the end result of that, man, that sucks. I can't believe that I wasted my time. And it just kind of makes me a little more jaded about where everybody else is in the sport. So it, it it's about time that this sort of thing happened. Who knows what the end result of the appeal is going to be? Is he going to find some way of finagling himself through the appeal? CrossFit's appeal process, of course, respects the rights of its, um, of its athletes as it very well should. You know, uh, what's the old saying? You'd rather let a thousand guilty men go free than an innocent person be imprisoned, right? I'm, I'm pretty sure that's kind. That's basically what it is. But the entire system is built around that idea. We need to be as clear as possible that the correct people for the correct circumstances are being punished in the correct way. And this is one of those situations. We don't have the appeal yet. We don't know exactly what's going to happen, but man, the outpouring of people who are like, uh, duh, duh, yes, yes, duh, it is, is kind of surprising. Um, but in a way, how surprising is it? You know, if it walks like a duck, talks like a duck, quacks like a duck, and probably takes steroids like a duck, it's a duck that takes steroids. You know what I mean? Either way, uh, you know, there's obviously a lot of moving parts here. I've spoken to a couple people involved in the actual processes. They're being very careful and diligent with how this is being handled. Um, you know, I've asked lots of times, lots of lots of different questions that would be, you know, hey, could you just, you know, under the table, tell me what's going on here? And, uh, and they're being very, very tight-lipped, which I respect the game. You've got to make sure you get it right. You got to make sure that you're giving the athlete the respect to their rights as they can, but as like a spectator, as like a commentator, as a, a pundit, I guess you would say, watching the sport, caring about this sport, watching athletes that I know, you know, are are you know competing against a guy like this who who is very clearly, obviously, just kind of flaunting it and throwing it in everybody's faces. It doesn't doesn't make me feel bad when I saw this come up on the the news feed when I saw this pop up uh, on the game site. I didn't feel bad. Right. Because it just we all, we all kind of saw it coming. So either way, um, that was uh, that's a really quick day today. We're, we're not going to really talk about much else. Honestly, uh, I'll be I'll be back tomorrow to talk about the um, strength and depth. So we're going to do a, a bit of like a full 
recap review thing on strength and depth. We'll take a look at the programming. We'll take a look at the competition, the broadcasting, um, sort of the, the, just the overall gist of it, you know, hand out some grades, see how they did. And, um, you know, we'll, we'll get a little bit more in depth there. Uh, I'll actually be talking to David Shrunky in the morning. So uh, I'll have a little bit more context from his perspective on how the weekend went and, and what the, uh, you know, what the whole deal there was and all that, all that good stuff. Hopefully you guys have enjoyed this. Um, man, is anybody surprised by this? Really? Like, is anybody surprised by this? By the way, it, it before it c- comes across as if I'm like, maybe pointing this guy out or singling this guy out and, you know, you know, just piling on this dude, I've reached out to him. I've reached out to him to ask him if he wants to talk. So I, I reached out to him after I posted about his open performance after I was like, Hey man, this dude's open performance kind of looks really, really fishy. We talked about that, reached out to him, heard nothing back. I reached out to him after the Dubai uh, video came out and I was like, we've got to talk about this guy who took third worldwide in the open and basically last at Dubai. What's up with that? That's really strange. No response. Um, I don't know. I, I'm, 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 ho- if he's watching, let me know, man, left terrace, or if someone knows him that's watching, tell him to message me on Instagram. Come on, man, let's do this. Let's talk to me, talk to somebody who cares, right? If you don't give a shit, then who cares? Talk to me either way. Hope you guys enjoyed this, by the way, in case you're looking for that, it's at Arm and Hammer TV. And if it's not really clear, thank you so much, everybody for watching. Really appreciate all your time. Really appreciate all your support. If you want to, you know, leave a subscription on the channel, that'd be dope. If you want to like and subscribe, super cool, like YouTube stuff, I guess. Hit that like button, smash that, smash that like button is what the kids say these days. And if you don't, not a big deal. Uh, Let's see if there's any questions real quick. I have it here. Let's see if there's anybody asking any questions that are interesting taking a look at this. Uh, Let's see. Does that mean that there may be a new national champion for Greece and potentially a new athlete qualifying via the open top 20? That is from Butters 23. Uh, That's a really good question. Okay. So it does not actually mean that there will be an update to the, uh, the leaderboard. The open leaderboard already has ditched him or skipped him because he was a national champion. So the top 20 shouldn't change. However, the national championship has a really good chance of slipping down to the second place um, in Greece, which I believe is Georgios Karavis. So uh, I don't think it's going to be a situation in which both the national championship spot and the top 20 spot get dropped. But I'm, I'm not 100% sure about that. My understanding is that because he's national champion, he was already skipped with the top 20. So it's not going to change the top 20 leaderboard. It's only going to have any effect on the national champion leaderboard. Uh, that's a very good question. Let's see if there's anything else in these questions. Yeah, there you go. Oh, even Lazar Dukic. What's up, man? Fittest man in the in 20.5. Just killer over here. Everyone already knew what's happening with him. Glad it's official now. There you go. There you go. If that if that doesn't tell you, if like an athlete of that caliber just coming out there and saying that doesn't tell you what's going on, I don't know what will. Thanks so much, folks. I hope you guys enjoyed it. I will see you guys tomorrow afternoon with a review of Strength and Depth. Later.